I'm Odette, uh, I'm Grayson, and with us this week we have Ramsey. Hey, Ramsey. Hey, Grayson. How you doing? Good. It's like Chris is on his way in, flying as fast as he humanly possibly can into here, and we've got a nice action-packed show for you today. We have like six movies that we have to review today, as well as uh, we have a wonderful interview with one of the uh, people who are, have created our final movie that we'll be reviewing today. So the cool. movies that we will be reviewing to, uh, for our show today, uh, the first one up on the one is called Run Amok. The second one is called Same Day. The third one is Three Musketeers, Part 1 and 2. Thank you very much for uh, that. The best of the movies, uh, the best of the B movies for Midnight, and uh, it's the final film. So we have those movies up for review. So uh, are we all ready to rock and roll? Uh, I think we're still waiting on Chris to come in, but yeah, I'm ready. Chris is, yeah, Chris is gonna fly in any uh, any minute now. It's like I'm pretty sure. It's like uh, also. So, have you also heard any of the fun stuff going on in the news of the entertainment world right now? No, I haven't. Really, kind of had my head down, you know, stuck in production last couple of days. So, I haven't really been up on the news uh, really with anything that's going on significantly. Yeah, great news at Cannes Film Festival, lots of deals that happened, the Palm Door going to uh, a, a film that it's like on a subject that, again, a lot of people wouldn't have thought that would get the Palm Door Award. And also coming up as well, uh, as you know, that um, I have now, by the way, got a new extra blog spot in terms of, of that, but um, that's besides the point. We'll talk about that at the end. Um What's going on right now as well in the entertainment industry, um, there was an also a recent article with Steven Soderbergh talking about the state of the movie industry. So, mm-hmm. so if you look on Deadline Hollywood, it's like right now you can see all of the latest, greatest deals that go on. Oh, okay. I'm about to check that out. Kind of all exciting, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be in the know. Yeah. Ooh, Chris is uh, almost ready, so... Also, let's give out our early shout-outs to Hey Ben and Hey Federice, Hey Joster and Kinte and Kitty Cat and Madman and Marie uh, and Chris there in Helm. So all of us are uh, there and ready to rock. And ready to rock and, uh, ready to rock and roll. Hey. And so, I mean, uh, with that being said, and also you too, Ramsey, hey, in the chat room. <laughs> Hi, my computer's acting weird tonight, so I wasn't able to get into the chat room. I can't control the volume for some reason. So, but hey, guys in the chat room, you know, if I could be there, I would. So, I, I, yeah. let's let's get it going. Also, you can shout out to us as well during our reviews of if you have any questions on our reviews. So, our first movie is Run Amok. Ramsey, what'd you think of it? Uh, I thought it was a decent job. Um, what I did is, is I started each of these movies when I was watching them with an A-plus rating. Mm-hmm. And based on things that I saw that could have been differently is, is where I dropped the rating from there. So with this one, um, I, I really liked the plot of it. I, I thought there was a, a decent plot with it. But uh, I had, did have some issues that I think that he could have addressed. He could he should have addressed. First of all, there's the, the there's this scene where... He's walking along, and uh, I think he should have had some music playing doing that. 
you know, to kind of keep the mood going, to keep the, the, the tone consistently. And the scene where uh, he has the uh, gentleman following the uh, the thugs, I thought it should have yeah. been done at night or something because to see three guys just walking down the street in broad daylight wearing masks just didn't really fit. And I really wasn't a fan of the final sequence where he did where, you know, the guy took out two of the thugs, then he just stopped. You know, it, it just seemed a little too set up for that whole dramatic fight. And the whole spirit of his girlfriend at the end, that was just way too cliche. You know, that I just, I, I think it would have been a lot better without that. See, I did concur also on a lot of that, but and also it had a lot of, I don't know if the person is familiar enough yet with Movie Storm and stuff. It's like the fluidity of movement. It did have some fluidity, but it didn't have, like, it was very fluid, but yet at the same time there were still points where it felt very, like, you know, robotic walk mm-hmm. in there, which mm-hmm. well, it's like you can't well, really well, move it out with Movie Storm. Yeah, that was different to say. Oh, that's, that's one of the things. Yeah, that's one thing about Movie Storm is that, you know, you don't have a lot of mechanical uh, maneuverability with the puppets. You know, so uh, you do have to be creative with your camera shots and your camera angles and definitely with your cuts. Cut Camera cuts can hide a lot. They really can. Yes, camera cuts mm-hmm. can. And one of the things, like I said, that, Personally, for me, it just drove me nuts, that whole lip-syncing off slightly thing and that connection and, like, the story had a nice feeling in tone, though. In mm-hmm. some ways, like, it slightly felt, like, done before. It felt oh, very well, that's, like that's, that's because he was telling a story that has been done yeah. a million times, you know. Exactly. So. Like, it felt very done before. Right, right, in yeah. Terms, in terms of that, it was like, okay, yes, I mean, even, uh, like, I understand that with the characters, and yes, there, uh, I agree with you, the lighting could have been way different for, you know, dealing with the thugs and just even the, the way that in terms of handling that, but I'm sure that that's going to come over time with uh, as we see more movies. I like it. Right. I thought it was pretty good. I like the um I like the, I thought it had great music and the great music kind of set the tone for the um for the whole movie and um and the sound effects were were really good as well. Um I also liked how how in, like in the middle of the film you started putting this um this it started playing like metal rock and stuff like that so it kind of matched he kind of put his own personality on um on like a, this opera gangster movie. And um, also, like, I also think he's excelling in a way at, um, at Movie Storm because like, it was an H, it was an actual HD, so he figured out what type of codec to use because co- usually Movie Storm is horrible with, with their codecs, but he found, like, the right software to use, and I think he uh, mastered that perfectly. Yep. Well, and what, uh, so uh, basically, oh, by the way, shout out, hey, Chris. Glad <laughs> 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 that you finally were able to jump in on us. Uh, there, so... Ramsey, would you give it? Grade one. Okay, with, with all that being said, and uh, being a, a, I guess I said I'm a movie storm vet by now. Uh, with all that being said, I gave it a B minus. You know, I think the effort was good, and I and, and the story was easy to follow. Like I said, just the, the big issue I had was with the whole he blow away two people and stop, mm-hmm. just to set up just to set up that that whole scene. You know. I just think he should, that could have been done better. So for me, I gave it a B minus. What about you, Chris? Um, I give it an A. And I ran it as a B, so it's kind of like I guess that I guess our average grade is a B. 
Yeah. <laughs> or B plus or somewhere or B ish. <laughs> B five point I like B five point oh. Yeah, B five point oh. So uh Run Amok, you got B five point Yay. Our next movie that we have is said that it's called Someday. Chris, you wanna uh, kick us off? Um Someday, um by Gregson. Um Correct. I, one of the things I liked about it, they had um a great use of the software, like when there was a You've seen a bunch of explosions, and in some buildings, they kind of like crumbled while they're um, while they're being exploded. I I think that's one of my uh, favorite things about the movie. Mhm. And one of the things I also found very uh, great about I agree with you. They they had like some nice explosion effects and some nice filming. Like the story was again one of those typical army, nice looking kind of things. You know, very much a series type of thing. But I liked the nice interaction with the characters. Like, the scenery was uh, was lovely. Like, uh, you know, somebody had some really good scenery there. And I really liked that sniper shot view. And I did find it kind of fun. What about you, Randy? Okay, let me do the bad first. Uh, there was some plat spots in it that the audio was just way too loud. You know, it, it it was just not appropriate for that time period. And I could have done without the whole reuniting of the lovers from past history, that whole scene. I was like, you know, it, it kind of reminded me of watching an action picture where they drop a love scene in just, you know, for the heck of it. So because those are the two things. Yeah, you know, those are two things that I could have done without. Now, uh the things that I liked about it was the lighting was amazing. I mean, he did a great job with lighting this thing. Even the night scenes, you could see clearly, but you could tell it was night. And and I have to agree with both of you guys. Uh, the special effects were way they was they were just excellent. Uh, the sound effects was done real well. I love the sets, and most importantly, I I really love the camera work. The camera work was outstanding. I think he did a, a, a great job. No, for me though, I found some of the acting to be wooden. Like the characters uh, were also very stock characters. Like there wasn't something that, uh, for all of that, it's like you know he wrote very very stock characters. Well, I mean, again, it's in that type of setup. Where you're not going to get a a a full fledged emotional situation. I mean, for one thing, I think that that you have to keep in mind is the fact that this story was about this one particular mission. You know, yeah. which is why I, which is why I had a problem with the whole love scene. You know, because I was expecting like something was finished. I thought that was the beginning of something else happening, but it was not. It was just that scene. You know, the the, the entire movie was about that mission. So with that being in mind, then I'm cool with the limited amount of of, of uh, character development that there was. I mean, they were soldiers. They talked like soldiers. They uh, interacted like soldiers. And what about you, Chris? Yeah, um, I agree, and I also agree with the lighting. The lighting was really good. Like, those were really stocky characters, but then that, the lighting made them look so much better. I, I also agree with the voice acting. Sometimes it, it was, um, it did come off like, I'm in the middle of a war scene, I'm like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? Which is, also, which is also another problem I had, because some of the sequences weren't timed correctly. It's kind of like how they're, not to spoil it, but there's like a situation, I'll give you a situation from like, 
um, from like an archetype of movies where um, a character, a character is like, uh, they see a guy get shot, and they're like, oh my god, who did that? And then the, the guy was like, the guy was like, it wasn't me. Who could it be? Oh, it's me. I did it. The one you at least expect. And there was like a situation in there, but they didn't time it correctly. It was more like, oh, oh my god, this guy got shot. Who did it? It wasn't me. It was me. It was like, it was just way too fast. But that's one of the things that I, that I had an issue with because that, that scene was just so cheesy. I think you guys probably already know what, I, what I'm talking about. I just yes. don't want to spoil it. But that scene was just so so cheesy because it was timed so incorrectly. Incorrectly. And, and also when I'm talking about stock characters, it's like even though you have the uh, – what I'm also talking about that is I'm talking about in terms of character um, – even within a story of a war story, you can have something that is within uh, within the actionable of the character or within the personality of the character that doesn't make it a, like, yeah, this one's the tough one, this is the this one, this is the this one kind of characters. Like something that makes that person stand out as special. Well, again, again, I, I have to disagree. Like I'm saying, I think for the time period that he did and for the purpose of this story, he did an excellent job with the characters because, again, this story is about that mission, and that's one of the things that I think I liked about it is that it was about that mission. He didn't try to go and take you all these other places and try to show you different backgrounds. It was about it was a, love scene. Right, yeah, yeah, except for that love scene, that, that little part right there. You know, but everything else was on point with the story, which was about the mission. And, and I thought that was cool. I was so happy when he ended it after the mission. I was like, you, that was a good story you just told there. It kept my attention. You know, of course, again, when he, they did the whole, you know, you that person again, I was like, oh my God, whatever. But besides that, I, I thought he told a great story. So what? Uh, so basically, Chris, what score did you give it? Ooh, I give it an A. And you, Ramsey? I gave it actually got an A plus from me. Hmm. I gave it a B. So I guess the A two point oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, congratulations, you got an A two point oh for someday. Our next movie that we're up on the blocks with is Three Musketeers, Part 1 and 2. Who would like to kick this one off? Okay, I'll start. Uh, I, I did them separately. Um, uh, episode 1, well, Part 1, uh, I love the use of the set, and I really love the, the uh, overhead camera view that he did. That was amazing. Uh, that's the good thing about it. The uh, two issues I had was... The fighting or, or that banana slip sequence. I'm, I saw, I, I played that back about four or five times. I still don't know what was going on right there. And there was some, uh, additional questionable, uh, camera angles that I just was not a fan of. But that's all I have for, uh, that one, for the first one. And Chris? Um, I liked it. I thought it was hilarious. The characters look kind of weird. And um, the voices are annoying, so like coupled the uh, character voices in with the uh, with the models, a lot of them came off as kind of annoying. See, for me, and I'll start out with the negatives. Like, for example, that subtitle. It's like if you are going to, uh, it's like subtitles. It would be nice if you do uh, do them in a, a, the different uh, in a different language. Like, for example, the version that I saw. It's like because it was so garbled. 
couple of times. It would have been nice to have some subtitles in certain places that would have been a little bit more understandable. Or it's like, you know, just a little bit of cleanup on that sound because sometimes I was like, what, 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 what? You know, I had to go back about four or five times going like, I'm sorry, what did they just say? Yeah, I, I was thinking about penalizing them too for subtitles, but then I remember, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't do, I don't use subtitles. So, well, if you do film in a different language, though, it would be nice because it's well, it, it's, it's it's a different language for us, but not for him. Yes. Correct. It's you not know, a different so. language for him, but also at the same time, to make it a more watchable point for everybody, it's sometimes kind of nice, even if you use only one other language, even if it's not again your language as a subtitle. Well, I, I agree with you. He should have, you know, it would have been nice to have subtitles, but, you know, I, like I'm saying, I just personally couldn't penalize him for not having them. My uh, my biggest penalization for him was the fact that it's, like, with the voices being garbled. It was kind of like, okay, it could have used a nice, like, filtering to be able to at least try and get out the, uh, the words clearly. Because mm-hmm. it's like it made, me, it, it made me distract from the action to try and hear four or five times what is this person saying what are they saying and for me on the positive side it was like it was nice to that they tried to do a kind of sort of classic piece take like it it was nice because it was like a set of like clever uh, bits and you know I also like some of the characters in it I have to admit like but there were uh, some like yeah there were some nice angles and some funky ones I agree it's like, and the music, the music though made me laugh. Uh, it, is any of that in the original music? Again, I question, it, do we not have, like, copyrighted music there? I wouldn't be surprised if I have a copyrighted music. I, I think exactly. it, it may have been, yeah, it may have been copyrighted music. Yeah, it would have been nice to uh, have also maybe a little bit of original music as well in there. That would have been also a really great thing to have as well. So, Chris, what do you think in terms of positives, negatives? Um, I can't think of, uh, well, one positive, I think this is the first machinima with an all-midget cast. Um, I think that's, <laughs> yes. that's something that you can... Um, I think I don't think I've ever seen a machinima like that before. That was the only positive I could think of. Everything else is just negative. It's it's, it's really really annoying. Like the voices are annoying, the characters they look annoying, and then the camera is annoying because it's, there's too many moving shots. Yep. So what uh, what overall grade did you give it, Ramsey? Oh, I gave it an A minus. I thought he. I I I guess I kind of graded him on a scale because of effort. I mean, I like the fact that the characters did not look like every other character from every other project. You know, I like the fact that they took the time to do that. I like the fact that they put together a story, and I love what they did with the set. So, like I'm saying, that one sequence just kind of really threw me for a loop, and and some of the the angles were bad. So, you know, so I gave him an A minus. And you, Chris? Um, this is the first one I ever gave a B, but I. I'm usually, I'm usually like the health department. It's everything. If everything's good, you get you get an A, but if something's off, you get a B. I, I think that um, I just find it too annoying. It's like I love I love annoying things, but this one's just way too annoying. So I gave it a B. And I wound up giving it a B plus. So basically, a B two point seven five. 
No, I think that's a straight B plus. <laughs> yeah, straight up B plus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yay, three musketeers, you got a, a B plus. And mind you, all of these movies that we are reviewing, these are, uh, by the way, our own opinions in in regards to the movie. By no means are stretch of imagination in any way possible. Does movie time endorse or not endorse any films of any kind whatsoever? So please use your own discretion in terms of the films. Just letting you know this in advance. So that way we don't get the hitman on us. <laughs> yeah. So the next movie is the best of B-movie 4. So who wants to kick this one off? Chris, do you want to kick it off? Um, that's, okay, that's fine. Um, I, it's really, really weird. It's, it's with a bunch, it's used a bunch of inspirations from um, B-movies from the past. Um, one of the one of the couple of the pros I thought about it was that the story makes no sense at all, and that it's very weird. That's what I, I liked about it. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Ramsey? Uh, uh, I would have to give him a piece of advice, and and that advice would be. Learn the, the the program that you're using, especially when you're using something like the movies or Movie Storm, where what you're going to be able to do is going to be limited. Um, my notes, um, you should have changed the angle or use a more visible scrolling background in some of the driving scenes, because you see there and you see the, the uh, puppet is moving like he's driving, and nothing around him is moving at all. The uh, Actions didn't complement the dialogue a lot of times, which is why I'm saying you you need to know your software. You need to know what actions, what uh, what kind of dialogue you can put with what actions to make that work. Uh, some scenes was just simply unclear. I mean, it was just I was just completely confused about what was going on. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 those are the notes that I have with. I think it was a great effort. But, you know, the most important thing is I think that uh, you need to understand how and what's available to you when you're using a program like uh, Movie Storm or like uh, the movies where uh, everything is a package and you can't literally take your uh, puppets and make them do the things you want them to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, what I said, like, in terms of positives, I liked the opening credits. Some of the effects in the camera work was nice. The story, again, was another straightforward story, but that one fight scene at the end, I thought that was kind of all right. But I was not, again, a huge fan of the subtitles. They really they really didn't enhance things. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of times it felt like it distracted. And some of that lighting effect and that wash effect that he did, oh, my God, it was like, you know, it was to the film's detriment. There was nothing that sat there and said to me, like, that I absolutely, you know, Things like this is like a really cool effect. All it did is it annoyed the heck out of me. And I find that even though like the non-speaking parts, a lot of times it's like, again, with the knowing your software, realizing that it's like if you are not going to have dialogue, at least make the action exciting. Like don't make it so stiff right, in, your, right. uh, in your movements. It's like, you know, play with the software, you know, play with the movements. Don't be afraid of it. Like, don't be afraid to experiment with your software. Rather go to the extreme of the other end than go to the extreme where you uh, go to the other side where 
you know, you're barely getting the enhancement of it. So what do well, you Well, I mean, it, it goes back, it goes back to, it goes back to, uh, what I was just saying. I mean, I think it's just a situation where, uh, and I, I, you know, I don't know, uh, the director personally, so I'll, you know, I don't know if this is first attempt with the movies or what, but I think it was more of a lack of not knowing what what all was available to him, you know. Yeah. And 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 sometimes, you know, we we as uh, content creators, we just need to to step back when we finish and look at it from a a just a public eye, you know, yeah. and see if it makes sense. Not you know, not going through your story, but just sit back and and just look at it from the way that everybody else is going to see it, you know. And I think that if he'd have done that, he'd have seen that there was some situation that could have been done. Like, and the fight scene was just crazy to me because one minute it was two robots fighting, and in the same sequence it was a robot and something else. And I'm like, you know, I was just confused, you know. So, uh, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, overall I think, you know, it was a a great effort, so I gave it a B-minus. And what about you, Chris? Um, I, I thought that I think that this movie it's not it's not for everybody. Um, there's no voice acting and it's 20 minutes long. And for a movie that make, where the storyline makes no sense at all, and you have tw- and it's 20 minutes long and there's no voice acting, so you just mm-hmm. 20 minutes straight of just reading. That's like a book, man. I could have oh, picked yeah. up. That's a telenovela. Yeah, I could have picked up a uh, Fifty Shades of Grey or some shit, but I'm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, my kids complaining about you. But um So what'd you give it as a grade? For me I gave it a, a C as a grade. Because it's like it, basically as I said, you know, I whether it is the first effort or not the first effort, I agree. Twenty minutes of reading, I was like at one point in time going like okay, and especially with not enough action that was going uh, going for it, it kind of made, at one point in time, going like, okay, um, do I need to skip through this? So I gave it a C. Yeah, I, I gave it um, I gave it an I gave it an A. I think uh, this it, it, the movie came off as this guy like I'm having a loss of ambition on the part of uh, of development where he just decided as long as I can get this movie out, then now that's all I, that's all I really need. But he didn't. Uh, it seemed like he didn't, he, could, he didn't try to get voice actors or anything like that. I think he's I think he's not. I don't think he's from America. But and but he I, I think that if he would have gotten voice actors, it would have improved this movie so by so much. It, it, he kind of uh, missed he kind of missed out when he didn't um, when he didn't do that, especially for it to be 20 minutes long. Oh, absolutely. So, shall we call it, I guess, B? I think, I, I think we're more in the B minus or C plus. Yeah. Or. Okay, so it's going to be 1.5. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, congratulations, you have a B 1.5. <laughs> Which brings us to our final movie that we're reviewing, and we, ha- and we are lucky to have, uh, coming up in our next segment, our actual filmmaker himself, Cedric, and the movie is Midnight. So, Randy, you want to start uh, this uh, fun journey through Midnight? Yes, this is the one I've been dreading the most. I feel that this was a great film. 
I really do feel it was a great film. I can see the effort that was put into the production. I can see that there was uh, a lot went into this. And they destroyed it with way, way, way too much special effects. There was just, there's just, this thing is, 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 I mean, it got to the point where I was not even watching the film anymore. I was waiting on the next effect. It, it, the, 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 it was just way too much special effects. It reminded me of Avatar. I mean, visually, it was a pleasing, but it, it, it was just way too much. They just really done it. They went overboard. The, the different phase and the light changes and the red and the black and, I mean, it's, it's it was like someone went into After Effects and, and tried everything possible within the time period of this film. I mean, I can see that this was a great film. I can see that, but they they, they really just went overboard with the effects on it. Mhm. And what did you think, Chris? Um, I agree with them. I think I think Ramsey hit hit it all in the head. I I agree with them. <laughs> I agree with everything. For me, what I would say is that it's like I kind of have a slight agreement, and I was sort of on the bubble with it, with some of the uh, some of the lighting effects. However, that being said, you know what? It's like I actually really did like this movie. It's like I did love the creative opening sequence. I loved like the camera work, and I loved uh, the opening with the pan shot, and some of the lighting effects I really did love. Because it's like it being uh, that vivid, like it gave it a vivid portrayal. It like at some points, and then towards the end, that's where it sort of lost that on there. Like when you're t- you're looking at the zombie-like creature coming, resonating back. At that point in time, that was where it started going. Like I'm not sure whether I like that effect, but I loved it at the beginning of the movie, and then it kind of lost me towards the end. But however, that being said, it's like I was on the bubble as well with the real life uh, stills, like with the live action uh, stills, the way that they were mixed in. At sometimes it's like it really felt powerful. Other times it felt like okay, I I understand why they're in there for the story. But the story itself actually really resonated well with me, and I really, really did enjoy it. And I actually liked the music as well. And again, yes, it is Ravel, and I happen to be a fan of Ravel's music, but that's besides the point. Again, that's music that the person has been dead over uh, all of those years, so there is no copyright issues. Mm-hmm. So I kind of actually leaned towards, like, it sort of captivated me, this movie, in a way because I'm very touch-friendly with the subject, shall we say? Well, um, and again, I like. Uh, I mean, I, there's no other way to put it. I mean, I think it was a great job. I just think when they got the post-production, they just, they just really destroyed this film. I mean, I totally agree that the, the camera angles were there, the music was there, but I'm talking about within a quarter of the time that the film started, I'm I'm just all I'm looking at is effects. I'm no longer even following the story. It's just one effect after another, after the other, after another, after the other. I mean, and, and that's it, it. It's to me, it seemed more like a editor's demo reel than a film. 
So what grade did you give it? Unfortunately, I had to give it a C plus. Mm-hmm. And Chris, what'd you give it? Ooh, I give it a C plus. Mm, interesting. See, right? Uh, I actually give it an A minus. But again, I want to make you know. I want to say this for the record. I'm not saying this was not a quality quality work. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, I think if you take away sixty to seventy percent of the effects, you have a A plus film. Easily, easily you have an A plus film, but yeah. it got to the it got to the point where all you could really look at and see were the effects. Mhm. Yeah. And, and so, in, in general, it's like now we are going to have uh, dealing with that. And it's like uh, so you felt it effectsy. When did it feel like? All effects for you. Did it feel towards the beginning, or did you actually go along with it towards the halfway mark, or towards no, the end? No, okay. Like you, when it, when it first came on the the opening credits and all that, I was like, wow, okay, they really put some work into this opening credit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's good, you know. But then, okay, like I'm saying, about a quarter into it, you start going, you go from wow, that looked great, to really another one. You know, and, and that's what really happened with this. It's, it's, it's like I'm saying. It was, it was just too much in that era. A great piece of work, yes, it was. But I, they just, if they could have just pulled back, and that's, you know, what I deal with a lot of people, like teaching them editing and stuff like that, and, and a lot of people do that. You know, so it's, it's not like you know, it's a bad thing. It's just one of those things that we do. You know, and I just think that this time, and I, I get the reason for the effects. You know what I'm saying? I understand that they was using that to kind of help tell the story. But I just think at some point they should have let the story breathe. And they should have let the story just flow. I see. After he killed him, at that point in time is when the effect should have stopped. Yeah, yeah. That that would have been a good point. Yeah. That, or, yeah. or or if, 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 it was, if it was done during that sequence of him killing him. Well, no, he did do it during that sequence. No, I'm saying if that's where he did yeah, the overload yeah. of effects was just doing that sequence, that would have been great, you know. But, I mean, and again, the thing that I'm saying is I think this is a great story. I just think that there was too many effects that you couldn't focus on the story. See, for me, it's like it, I focused on the story where, for me, it's like I was able to focus on the story because it resonates. Okay. In regards to it, that's why it's like because what I tried to do the first time, yes, the special effects did block it, and the second time I watched it, it was like it was more for the story, and because the story resonated with me. Like I said, I was with you on the special effects until that point, and then it started going like, okay, no, 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 no. Now I got to focus on the story, focus it, and it was bringing me back to the story, back to the story, back to the story, mm-hmm. and and that's something that. It's a harder thing to do when you when you are watching a movie is sometimes to separate out the two and I do and I find it sometimes it's like I would have to watch something again to be able to separate it out and in this right. particular case like I said story wise captivating yes I agree it should have stopped after that killing scene and after he's there the major effectiveness yes it, it, but, it, yeah. You know, cause I, again, I thought this was a great, I, it's a great effort and you can see there's a lot of skill and, and effort went into it. 
You know, it's just, you know, it's one of those gambles, you know, that we take as as a content creator. Sometimes it work out and sometimes it don't. And right now we're going to take a little mini minor break, all of us, and uh, we'll play this lovely set of commercials and uh, stuff. And then when we come back, we're going to have actually our uh, our guest with us, Federice. So... Stick around with us, and also our, our interpreter, Marie, as well, will be with us. So please do stay with us. Who says keep me off the roster? After nearly being killed by a sociopath named Mercury, Alan Green has recovered from his injuries and is anxious to get back to work. But the Home Office Council is keeping him off the operational roster. They have something else planned. It had already been 12 days, which certainly seemed like forever. But that was about to change, with a knock on the door. I'm going to take you to the Oracle. Now Green comes face to face with the man who reads patterns in time streams. The Oracle. Alan Green, the Lincolnshire poacher himself. This is great. A real honor. I'm a big fan of your work, Alan. Big fan. Can't wait to talk to you. Get to know you. Come on, come on in. Have a seat. Take a load off. This is just great. And it's not going to be a casual discussion. Well, it does look that way, Alan. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Or was fire. Sometimes things smolder after fire's gone, you know what I mean? And there's a whole lot of smoke coming from you, Alan. Figuratively speaking, of course. You're not actually on fire. Of course. Okay, so, why did you bring Carly Mason into home office? Well, why didn't you just kill her? Or let Davis kill her if you didn't want to. I mean, you were hell-bent on bringing her back here. Even threatened to shoot Davis if he didn't like you. What was the deal with that? Sparky. I'd already watched The Day the Clown Cried three times. And, though it was my favorite movie, and Lewis is a comedy genius, I'd had enough. Goof Parade. Whoa, I'm not trying to say anything, Alan. Except what I'm saying, of course. We're just chatting, filling in the blanks, like I said before. Remember, I see patterns and connections, zero in, get more information. That's what we're doing now. Carver. I do apologize for that, but I couldn't let you assault Mrs. Jankowski. The Lincolnshire Poacher, Episode 8, Oracle. Coming to TMOA Radio Theater, Sunday, June 2nd. Your name is Bob? Yeah, I mean, it's close enough. I'll respond to it. It's like if you call your dog Fred. Is his name really Fred? Or is that just what you call him? Welcome back to Movie Time. How are you all doing? I hope that you're doing well. Ramsey, you there? Yes, I'm here. Excellent. Chris, you back with us? Yeah. Excellent. And we have a treat tonight. We have uh, our actual one of our filmmakers, Federice with Bernard Marie. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you guys doing? Hello to the American community. <laughs> Hello, Machinima community and real life uh, and uh, people and all of us radio people and all of us live action people as well. I am in France, and it is the night. I should sleep, but uh, I don't. Insomnia? Like me? 
I don't. Uh, I don't. Or excitement. I, in fact, uh, I I talk uh, English, okay, but uh, I don't understand your uh, answers. Ah, I was I was asking you not able to sleep or or very awake or too excited about being on the show. Mm, exactly. Elle voulait savoir si tu étais pas capable de dormir ou euh, trop excité pour être sur euh, une émission ce soir ou euh, où tu fais de l'insomnie. Euh, non, 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 je ne fais pas d'insomnie, mais bon, je ne fais pas d'insomnie, mais bon, il faut que, comme, comme chez vous, de toute façon, c'est la, la chez vous, il fait jour, mais chez moi, il fait nuit, quoi. Voilà, c'est à cause du décalage horaire, quoi. Ah, oui. He says that uh, he's not, he, he doesn't uh, do insomnia. It's just because uh, at his place it's like three uh, in the morning. So it's like the, 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 uh, the hour difference between uh, us and uh, France. Awesome. So let's get into the uh, to the meat and bones of the interview with regards to this. It's like, so what inspired the film? Qu'est-ce qui t'a inspiré à faire ce film? Je ne me sens pas plus. Euh, 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 elle me demandait, qu'est-ce qui t'a inspiré à faire ce film? Attends, tu peux essayer de parler avec un peu moins d'accent québécois, parce que là, je ne comprends pas du tout. <rire> euh, <rire> je vais essayer. Elle disait, euh, en fait, elle... Elle te demande mmh. c'est quoi qui t'a inspiré à faire ce film? Euh, Qu'est-ce qui m'a inspiré? Euh, bah, en fait, au, au départ, euh, départ il il, départ, j'ai fait ce film comme ça, dans, euh, sans, intention, euh, sans intention de. Enfin, j'ai juste voulu faire au départ, c'était juste un petit film d'horreur que je voulais faire. Voilà. Et donc je, je me suis pas inspiré, je me suis inspiré de rien. Simplement, euh, euh, j'ai choisi des scènes dans The Movies, voilà. Et chaque scène, j'ai essayé de la, de la travailler pour qu'elle, pour qu'elle, pour qu'elle, pour qu'elle qu exprime quelque chose, voilà. Et puis au départ, voilà, c'était juste, euh, c'était juste des, des mannequins, voilà. J'avais même pas mis, je n'avais même pas choisi d'acteur avec avec un visage pour pour les pour les incarner, euh, c'était juste des mannequins voilà, qui, qui faisaient des actions. Euh. Donc voilà, pour faire simple, euh, simplement, voilà, j'ai juste créé des scènes au départ, je voulais faire un petit film d'horreur, et en fait, euh, ben voilà, je, je, me suis, je me suis basé sur mon propre euh, désir. Quoi. Mm -hmm. uh, he says that uh, there was no intention, he did it, uh, he wanted to do a small movie, and he took a uh, Scenes from the movie, so uh, he he took uh, you know scenes and the mannequins. He 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 did all by himself. You no know, no intentions. Scenes mannequins. Yep. Et voilà. Puis voilà. Donc euh, c'était juste un tout petit film d'horreur que je voulais faire. Et puis. Puis ouais, parce qu'en fait, quand, quand je crée des films avec The Movies, je ne pars jamais d'un, je ne pars jamais d'un scénario, si tu veux. Hein. Je, je fonctionne vraiment. Euh, J'essaye d'abord de créer des scènes, 
enfin de, 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 ouais, de, de choisir des scènes dans la liste du jeu et puis ensuite de, de faire en sorte que chaque, que chaque scène soit, soit cadrée avec la caméra virtuelle de, de façon à ce que voilà, y ait, de façon à ce que mon œil de spectateur soit attiré par ces images. Quoi. Oh, okay. He says that uh, he chooses the, the things from the, the movie list so yeah. that everything that sticks together. Uh, at first he wanted to do a small horror movie. So when he started to put things together and put the uh, the, the cameras to, to go with, uh, it, it became like a big movie. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, when you were uh, when you were doing the movie uh, itself and uh, using the software, it's like uh, so you're one of the people who it's like still uses the movies as a software. In terms of that, it's like did you find the blending of the uh, the live action images to be any challenges? And so, explain a little bit about the lighting concept for the film. Yeah, can you repeat Oda? Yes. I was saying that because he's one of the, uh, the people who use the movies as a software, we're also wondering in regards to that, it's like um, explaining the lighting concept because we were asking about the, the effects and lighting concept during the movie review to to talk a little bit about it, what was the intention. Oh, okay. que tu es à peu près le, 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 la seule personne qui utilise encore euh, le programme de movies pour faire euh, les, les ton film. Elle voulait savoir si c'était euh, euh, un défi pour faire euh, ton, ton, ton film euh, en tant que réel, de, de jouer avec les lumières, euh, vraiment pour que ça ait l'air euh, réaliste. Mais j'ai pas compris. Je, <rire> désolé, j'ai pas compris. Euh, 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 c'est parce que euh, 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 son, euh, la question c'était euh, que tu es la, à peu près la, la seule, ben, pas la seule personne. Il euh, y a peu de personnes qui utilisent encore le programme de Movies pour faire oui. euh, machinement. Et euh, elle voulait savoir si c'était euh, un défi. Euh, pour jouer avec la lumière, pour que ça ait l'air euh, réaliste, euh, ouais. ton, ton, ton film. D'accord, d'accord. Euh, alors en fait, euh, je connais, je connais pas mal, je connais pas mal de gens euh, de la communauté française euh, The Movies qui utilisent The Movies. Euh, mais euh, en fait, il y en a très. En fait, je suis un des seuls à utiliser euh, The Movies pour ce à quoi il sert vraiment, c'est-à-dire à faire des storyboards, euh, pour, pour vraiment faire des storyboards de films avant, euh, de, de, avant de travailler le film en lui-même. D'abord, faire un le, le The Movie, c'est pour faire des storyboards, c'est pour... pour, euh, pour ouais, enfin, je, suis, je suis un des seuls en France qui, qui utilise The Movie pour vraiment comme un outil de storyboard. Okay. Uh, he says that he's the only one that uh, uses the mo uh, the program, the movies, as he, as it is. Uh, he says that first that the movie is it, it's a program to do storyboards, so he uses the movies as a storyboard. Uh, 
faux. Voilà, et puis, je, puis, et puis je connais pas mal, de, effectivement, je connais pas mal de gens, comme, comme ça fait huit ans que, que je fais du machinima et que, et que je suis sur la communauté française, euh, je connais, j'ai connu, j'ai côtoyé plein, plein, plein de gens qui ont utilisé Zomovise ou qui utilisent encore Zomovise. that uh, he knows uh, a lot of people uh, in, in the French com community that uh, uh, that uses uh, the movie. So uh, it's been eight years that he, he's in the French community for the movie. It started in 2005. Mm -hmm. Est-ce qu'elle a des questions à propos du film He wants to know if you have questions for uh, about his movie. Yes, we were uh, we were wondering in regards to because uh, we were uh, uh, we were talking about um, during the movie review in regards to the lighting effects on the uh, in the movie. It's like um, what inspire uh, like and some of the effects inside the movie. We were talking about that during uh, our review. So. We were wondering, um, with the actual movie itself, it's like, was that intentional to show, re, uh, re, like, that the character beforehand, or what was the uh, intention of the lighting, basically, uh, like the uh, like the effects that he used within the movie? What was its intent? Okay. Euh, dans, dans ton film euh, pour euh, pour le, le, le personnage de ton de ton film euh, alors, alors le en fait il y a deux personnages dans le film il y a il y a le monstre euh, il y a le monstre et puis il y a le vieillard euh, le monstre je voulais que il soit vraiment hideux et le vieillard, je voulais qu'il ait, euh, le vieillard, je voulais qu'il ait un côté inquiétant, quoi, qu'il qu fasse, qu'il fasse peur. Et, et en fait, ce que je voulais, c'était que le monstre euh, apparaisse, euh, apparaisse. Euh, je voulais que le monstre, en fait, euh, apparaisse, en fait, comme euh, comme un esprit euh, noble, comme un fantôme noble. Et le vieillard, euh, qui, qui qui a une apparence humaine, je voulais vraiment le montrer comme un monstre. Je voulais le faire euh, donc je voulais que le monstre ait l'air humain et que l'humain ait l'air monstrueux. Ah ok. He says that uh, the, the monster he wanted he, he wanted uh, the monster to look like the old the old the older man in the movie and he wanted the the older man to look like the, the monster. Okay. That was his his intention on, of the movie. So morphing it, the 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 bad guy into the monster and the the and the gentleman who kills him into the like blending together. Yeah. So seamlessly morphing. Um, so when he, when he's approaching a movie, this movie, it's like because of the subject, did he find it very hard to to find a lot of the still images, or was it very easy to find a lot of these still images? 
and make them blend in with the uh, with the actual concept? Que ce soit facile à, à, à mettre dans, dans, ton, dans ton film pour que ça. Comment je pourrais dire ça? Est-ce que c'était un défi ou c'était facile de trouver des images pour le mettre dans, dans ton film? J'ai pas compris. Est-ce que c'était quoi? Elle voulait savoir si c'était simple ou difficile de, de trouver des images pour le mettre dans, comme, fond, comme scène dans ton film? Les images de la Shoah? Oui, oui, le choix de, des images pour le mettre dans ton... L'idée, c'était de l'idée c'était qu'en fait, le film euh, ne lâche jamais euh, l'esprit du spectateur. Et en fait, euh, les images de l'Holocauste que j'ai utilisées, c'était pour... Euh, je les ai utilisées pour vraiment marquer psychiquement le spectateur. Euh, euh, je n'ai pas compris, excuse-moi, ce que En fait, c'était pour... Euh, j'ai mélangé euh, les images du machinima avec les images, avec des photographies euh, de l'Holocauste pour, okay. euh, pour marquer psychologiquement le spectateur. Take two images uh, in, for the movie, so that it's focused on on the, on the on the characters, so that that the image sticks in the movie, so that okay. everyone uh, that is focused on the, the uh, on the characters. Mm -hmm. So uh, the images were readily available to him uh, there; they weren't hard to find, or did he have to? dig through a lot of archival footage to be able to find the images he wanted. Ouais, j'ai tout trouvé sur Google, grâce à Google. J'ai fait des recherches comme ça pendant plusieurs nuits. J'ai fait des recherches d'images, de photographies. Je regardais toutes les photos. Je regardais. J'ai essayé de. Je regardais chaque photo et puis je me disais est-ce qu'elle peut aller dans le film, est-ce qu'elle peut aller dans le film. Voilà. Et puis euh, voilà. Pendant plusieurs nuits, j'ai passé mon temps. J'ai passé beaucoup de temps à, à faire des recherches. Uh, he says that he that uh, he did a lot of research. It, it took some some time. Uh, he, he found his pictures on Google. Uh, yes. It, like you said, it, it took a lot of nights, a lot of, uh, a lot of time to to find the, the image that that could be good in his movie, like the whole post. And, uh, yeah, she did a lot of research. 
So what do you, uh, so here are some technical questions in regards to actually with uh, machinima and yes, uh, Kente, it's like uh, in regards to French Connection that the only thing that that deals with is an actual uh, that was actually a British movie in regards to that the French Connection. Um, with, uh, with about the French Connection. Yeah. Uh, ouais. uh, euh, French Connection, euh, c'est un, ça n'existe pas parce qu'en fait, euh, en France, euh, en France, les gens font tous des machinimas de leur côté, chacun dans son coin. Euh, voilà, on, on est très individualiste en France, donc on, on fait tous des machinimas chacun de son côté, mais il n'y a pas vraiment de French Connection. Euh, moi, je suis un des rares euh, dans The Movies à, à avoir vraiment compris l'importance du langage euh, cinématographique euh, pour faire des films, euh, pour faire des machinimas. Et en fait, euh, on, est très, on, on est très peu de réalisateurs à, à partager vraiment un savoir ou un, une connexion justement entre nous pour, euh, pour euh, continuer à, à rester créatif. Quoi. On, on est, moi, je... je voilà, je, je fais, je suis comme tout le monde, je fais les machinimas dans mon coin, j'essaye de, j'essaye d'aider mon pays, quoi, j'essaye de, j'essaye d'être utile euh, en faisant des films, et puis voilà, quoi, euh, mais voilà, je n'ai pas de, on ne fait pas partie vraiment d'un réseau, quoi. Ok, il dit que, en France, ils sont tous individuels, ils font les movies by themselves. Like he said, he's the only one that that understands really the, uh, the language of the machinima or or filmmaking. So yeah, there's no uh, for, uh, there's no French connection. They uh, they do it by themselves, you know, in, individually. Voilà, on, on est on est en France, on est on est des révolutionnaires. Mais on n'est pas forcément pour la révolution collective. So, in, so in France, in terms of the networks, it's like there isn't a whole lot of networking to to deal with the machinima community, or is it more individualized? Bah, en fait, euh, on a un peu les deux. On a on a une communauté quand même de machinima où on échange, on va dire. Euh, les, les, les gens les gens postent leurs sujets euh, les gens postent euh, les films qu'ils ont en production par exemple ils présentent les projets qu'ils ont mais ça va pas très loin quoi moi je suis moi je me méfie beaucoup de je suis je suis pas pour parler de mes projets de films euh, à tous les gens que je rencontre je, je suis quelqu'un d'assez je suis quelqu'un d'assez secret et euh, voilà je, je ne parle généralement je ne parle de mes projets de films que quand euh, ils sont vraiment avancés et quand je sais que je vais vraiment sortir un film quoi. Mais euh, en France, on a en France le problème de mes collègues français, c'est qu'ils ont trop tendance à, à tous parler de leurs projets tout le temps, tout le temps, tout le temps, tout le temps. Et au bout d'un moment, ben, ils finissent par ne plus avoir envie de les réaliser. Et euh, voilà. Donc euh, le problème le problème de la communauté française, c'est que les, les gens n'arrêtent pas de parler de leurs projets. Mais finalement, euh, voilà, ils se, ils travaillent pas vraiment sur leur film, quoi. Ils passent plus de temps à en parler qu'à le faire, quoi. Okay. He says that in France, they are, um, they talk about their, their projects, but they don't really do it. 
like he says, he he uh, he's a, a person that keeps his uh, project secret, and when it's really advanced, now he's going to talk about it. If not, well, not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Go can I ask? Can I ask a question about uh, the the Midnight movie? Um, as as someone that does machinima, also I I sometimes don't want to do serious topics because I think people are look more at the platform and not the story that's being told. Was that sort of the motivation for using so many effects and telling this film? Is that the topic was such a serious topic you wanted to really make sure people understood the seriousness of the story? Oui, euh, il, il disait, euh, euh, c'était quoi ta motivation pour euh, faire du machinima? Parce que lui, il, lui, 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 il, il fait du machinima lui aussi. Et il voulait savoir la motivation. C'était quoi ta motivation euh, de, de faire ce, ce, ce film euh, euh, sérieux? Euh, euh, d'un sérieux sujet. Ma motivation, alors ma, ma motivation, j'essaye déjà de. Moi, ma motivation pour faire du machinima, c'est avant tout de réussir en faisant en faisant du machinima, hein, donc euh, euh, simplement de, de réussir à faire des films qui aient vraiment l'air de vrais films d'animation, un peu comme les films, euh, bah, les films d'animation professionnels qu'on peut voir sur YouTube, etc. Voilà, ça c'est ma première motivation. Et ma seconde motivation, c'est de, de réussir à parler de sujets dont on ne parle jamais, en, 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 justement en, en utilisant le, toutes les techniques de cinéma pour justement bah, rendre le sujet intéressant et, et réussir à capter euh, l'attention du spectateur. Quoi. He says that uh, his first motivation is, uh, uh, that his first motivation is uh, to uh, succeed in the movie, uh, in his movies and his second motivation is uh, uh, so that the, the it looks like a real uh, animation movie like uh, the professional uh, does and uh, he uh, he's uh, and this and the motivation the uh, second motivation is to c'est de euh, c'est de parler de sujets euh, dont on parle pas beaucoup et, et d'essayer vraiment de alors moi je, je fais surtout des sujets sur l'histoire d'ailleurs enfin je fais je fais je fais pas mal de films euh, historiques voilà j'essaye de parler du passé euh, voilà ma, ma, ma motivation c'est vraiment de de réussir à traiter un sujet de, de parler d'un sujet et de le rendre intéressant et, comp et euh, intéressant et, et distrayant pour le spectateur. Voilà. The second motivation is uh, to, to make it interesting for the people that watch it, and uh, he likes to do uh, he likes to do uh, subject that no one really talks about it, like uh, history, uh, the past. That's his second motivation, really. Mm. Voilà. So, so you don't shy away from controversial topics. Tu, tu yeah. Tu yeah. Tu des, 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 des,
tu ne parles pas vraiment de, de, de sujets controversés? Euh, en fait, euh, c'est un, un hasard. Bon, ben, en fait, euh, je parle de sujets qui me touchent, moi. Et euh, bon, ben, il se trouve que par hasard, ce sont aussi des sujets assez controversés parce que, euh, parce que voilà, ils, ils, parfois ces événements sont des traumatismes pour les gens, des traumatismes pour l'humanité aussi. Et donc, euh, c'est normal que ce soit des sujets controversés parce que, euh, voilà, c'est pas évident pour les gens de de les appréhender, de les comprendre, euh, ces événements euh, historiques. Et moi, j'essaye de, j'essaye simplement d'en de, parler le plus justement possible, le plus sincèrement possible. One of the things I also wanted to ask you is because in, in live action cinema, there is such a wonderful richness to European film as well as Uh, it's like cause you can tell stylistically differences in North American film to European film, how it's approached in subject. Um, how do you feel that in the machinima community, in terms of that, the richness also uh, comes through, or is it still in its infancy stage there where it feels like that things are still receiving that same stock? Right. Oh. Uh, that's a good question. Um, how can I translate that? <laughs> um, good question. Oui, très bonne question. <laughs> uh, like in live action uh, films, European films are so rich and stylistic and very broad in uh, range. It's like, is the machinima community... That is the machinima films pushing towards that same stylistic uh, sort of view, or is it still in its infancy stage where it still is staying stock to a more um, North American style? Right. Le style européen, c'est très riche, c'est très, très riche. Euh, elle voulait savoir dans la, euh, la communauté machinement, euh, est-ce que c'est pareil ou euh, comme le style nord-américain, est-ce que c'est pareil ou euh, c'est complètement différent? Je comprends pas. Qu'est-ce qu'on est, nous, par rapport au nord-américain, c'est ça? Euh, ben, elle, elle, elle disait que le, le, les films européens, c'est riche en fait d'images. Elle voulait ouais. savoir est-ce que c'est est-ce que c'est pareil comme les films qu'on voit à la TV euh, dans le machinima. Alors en fait, euh, moi, moi personnellement, je trouve que les films européens sont malheureusement hein, les films européens, ils sont effectivement très riches en images. Ils sont très riches psychologiquement. Ça, tu comprends Oui. Ouais, ils ont des. Mais par contre, le problème, c'est qu'ils ne savent pas vraiment raconter une histoire. Et surtout, ils... le problème, c'est qu'en en Europe, on est tous très frustrés. On est tous très frustrés. On a des frustrations. On est. Euh, les, les gens sont un peu coincés, quoi. Et euh, du coup, les, les gens n'arrivent pas à se libérer de leur traumatisme, de leur de leur psychologie compliquée. Il euh, y a beaucoup de, de dépression en Europe, il y a beaucoup de, de maladies psychiques, de maladies euh, mentales, quoi. 
Et euh, moi, je trouve que moi, moi personnellement, je, je préfère les films américains parce que je trouve que aux États-Unis, euh, in the USA, you, you, you make better movies because uh, uh, the, the stories are more positive, are more human. Tu vois, tu vois, c'est ça que j'essaye de dire, quoi. C'est que, voilà, en, en Europe, on est trop... Il y a trop de frustration. Tu, tu, tu crois que tu peux lui traduire, ça Oui, oui. Il dit qu'en Europe, le problème en Europe est que les gens sont plus frustrés que les États-Unis. Il dit que les films américains sont plus positifs. Ils savent comment... To, to uh, make a story uh, out of a movie in uh, in 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 the Europe uh, in Europe they are still frustrated and there uh, there is a lot of depression. He says personally he likes the the American movies. Tu peux lui dire que moi moi par exemple je suis français mais je n'aime pas les films français. He says that he's French, but person uh, he likes uh, he's French, but he doesn't like uh, the French European movies. Parce que les les films français les films français ne cherchent pas à changer le monde. Well, I'm American. I'm American, and I don't like the American movies, so it's fair. Ouais. Uh, French, <laughs> French movies French movies don't try to to change the world. Uh, the French uh, like to, to, to speak about uh, their selves, uh, about their uh, psychology, about uh, their, uh, their, their, um, their uh, psychoactive problems. It's, uh, the, the French movies don't try to, to change the world uh, in a sense uh, positive, in a positive sense. And... Um, Uh, in France, we we have too many actors which uh, which which uh, spend uh, many time to to talk about oh they are great actors but oh we are men like others uh, but uh, we we have uh, our problems we, but uh, in France uh, the actors are uh, like gods uh, while uh, Filmmaking is not only actors. Voilà. Uh, so uh, it's uh, it's slowly coming uh, together in terms of that uh, of that. It's like where it's blending in a little bit more and telling more direct stories. Right. Uh, but it's so lush. Uh, like, I, I love watching a lot of uh, foreign movies, uh, movies that are, are European films, because they have such a lush way of telling stories. Right. Qu'est-ce qu'elle a dit, Marie? Can you, can you repeat? Uh, live, uh, uh, a lot of films in, uh, from, the, uh, from European, both in, uh, that I've noticed in both Machinima, and they have such a lush, deep set of story. It's like, even though it's straightforward, yes, in North America, it's more positive. It's like, it's a deeper form of story making. So is it, so where do you think that the trend is going to go in Europe with the story making for Machinima and in terms of that? 
Ok. Euh, euh, elle disait que, que tu avais raison en fait de, 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 de films euh, européens, que c'est très direct, que c'est très profond. Euh, elle voulait savoir le, oui. euh, oui. la différence entre Machinima et, euh, et euh, les films en tant que réels. Euh, Est-ce qu'il va avoir, euh, est-ce que tu crois qu'il va, que ça, que ça va, ça va, euh, comme je pourrais dire ça? Les bon, films européens, bah, les films européens sont, ouais, les films européens, on va dire que les, enfin, le, 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 pro, le problème entre le machinima européen et les vrais films de cinéma européen, c'est que en fait, en France, euh, on a du mal à se réinventer. Mais moi, je fais, je, je, je fais partie des réalisateurs qui essayent vraiment de faire du, de, du machinima pour euh, pour euh, comment dire pour faire de vrais films quoi euh, mais c'est vrai que la majorité des gens qui font du machinima en France c'est juste des gens qui veulent s'amuser deux minutes avec un logiciel de avec le avec le jeu de mobile mais ils veulent pas vraiment de faire de ils, ils veulent pas vraiment faire des films sérieusement ok <coughs> In, in, uh, in Europe, some, some, uh, some people is, uh, will play with, with the, the, the program, the movies, but they are not serious to do a, uh, a real movie. He, he's, he, uh, he, 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 ils n'essayent pas de faire des vrais films. Ils n'essayent pas de, ils essayent pas de faire des films sérieusement. Voilà, ce qui fait que bah, le, les films de Movies, euh, la plupart du temps, ils sont, ils sont même pas regardables. Ils sont très, ils sont pas très agréables à regarder parce que t'as aucune mise en scène, t'as aucun cadrage, euh, t'as aucune recherche visuelle. Voilà. Toi, tu, peux lui, tu peux lui, tu peux lui dire. He says that uh, the, the, the people that use the movies that, uh, that are not really, uh, it's not even worth uh, looking because uh, there's no, uh, there's no uh, um, story, there's no, uh, um, you know, there's no logic in, in the movies. Like he says, him, he's more like uh, doing a real movie with on n'est pas nombreux à vouloir faire des, des machinimas euh, qui, qui, est vraiment, euh, qui soient vraiment euh, agréables à regarder pour les gens. Quoi. Il faut, moi, je dis, qu il faut, je dis que pour que le machinima euh, réussisse auprès du public, il faut, euh, il faut à mon avis faire des films voilà, qui racontent vraiment une histoire, et puis qui sont bien mis en scène, qui sont bien filmés, quoi. Mm -hmm. tu, tu peux lui dire, Marie, ça Oui, oui. He says that uh, there's not really a lot of people that does uh, movies with the, the movie game uh, because they don't have a story still. Like he says, he, 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 he uses the movies to do a, a real movie so that It has a, a good story that the people want to, to see it, you know. 
Ouais. Euh, en fait, pour, 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 que le, pour que le machinima euh, plaise à un plus grand public, il faut que les machinimas, euh, en tout cas, moi, je parle des machinimas qui, qui, sont, qui sont faits par des Français ou des Européens, okay. euh, parce que même, même les machinimas allemands sont un, un peu mieux mis en scène. Tu peux lui dire, les machinimas allemands, par exemple, faits avec The Movies, ils sont un peu mieux mis en scène, il y a un peu plus de recherche visuelle, mais le problème, c'est qu'on... On n'essaye pas de. Il faut, il faut faire des machinimas qui est le, qui est, ouais, qui ressemble vraiment à des films, quoi. Okay. He says like in the, uh, like the machinima, uh, the German machinima, they're more, uh, they do a lot of research. Uh, it's, it's, it's better than the, 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 the French uh, movies because. They do a lot of research and like uh, uh, there's a good story. They do they do a, a good story. Uh, mm. Yes. Alors, euh, le, le, le machinima français euh, entre les, les moi, moi, je, moi, par exemple, je n'essaye pas de faire uh, « I don't try to make uh, French movies. I don't like French movies. So I don't try to make uh, machinima which look like French movies. I try to, to use the, cinema, the cinematographic language, language to, uh, to make uh, sense which have sense For the spectator, for the audience. Uh, I want yeah. that my movies, uh, I want that my movies uh, look like uh, professional films with a real uh, stage setting, uh, framing and uh, editing, etc., etc. Voilà. Il faut que. But uh, but I don't forget my pleasure to make machinima. Uh, I want to I want to to take pleasure to make machinima. So I don't begin. Uh, I I think uh, that uh, it's a, it's a mistake to to make a machinima uh, with the first uh, scripting or uh, to make scénario to make scenario. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's not uh, useful. I think it's better to make a machinima with the movies, uh, beginning, uh, oh, I, uh, I take just actors, I take sense, I, uh, I try to, to, to framing the actors playing, um, in interesting way. Uh, I, uh, I want to be, when, when I, uh, When I watch the, the shots that I make with the movies, I want to be impressed, like a spectator. So I, uh, I try to make uh, very good pictures. Yes. Voilà. <laughs> j ai, j ai, uh, I hope that I was uh, yeah. understandable. Yes, I did understand it. 
Um, also, I wanted to ask you the question I ask for all of the, the people who we interview here. So would you, do you like your machinima when you watch it to be short or long? Elle voulait savoir, est-ce que tu aimes faire du machinima court ou long? I think uh, uh, with my experience, uh, midnight uh, is duration is uh, seven minutes, and I uh, spend uh, two months to make it. Uh, so I'm trying to make machinimas which are longer, which are with a, with a story which are the, which are uh, more more uh, uh, more rich. Uh, I have, I have, uh, the fact of uh, have made uh, midnight uh, for me it's a very good experience. Uh, I uh, uh, I learned a lot of things about cinema, so I'm trying to uh, I'm trying now to to use this uh, experience and to make a machinima. Uh, with the techniques that I learned uh, uh, during uh, during filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Ouais. So, uh, what is your next project coming up? Alors, euh, là j'ai compris. <laughs> coming out. Alors, euh, justement, en parlant de coming out, Uh, je suis en train de faire un alors I'm, I'm making a movie a, a short I'm making a short movie about um, est-ce que tu peux traduire Marie uh, oui. ensuite, en, ce moment, en ce moment je suis en train de faire un film sur le mariage gay sur le mariage homosexuel je peux lui dire ok right now he's doing a, a movie that is talking about a, a gay marriage ouais. ah et parce qu'il est, il a été juste à de, en, en France, on vient juste de, on vient juste d'autoriser les homosexuels à se marier. Euh, c'est tout récent, ça date de moins d'une semaine. Et là, je suis en train de faire un film, euh, un film euh, humoristique. Enfin, je suis en train de faire une, comi- une petite comédie qui va durer trois minutes. Ça va être sur le, sur le fait, sur le. En fait, je vais m'amuser avec l'idée. Euh, d'imaginer des homosexuels en train de se marier dans une église, ce qui, ce qui à l'heure actuelle n'est pas possible. <laughs> ça serait vraiment très drôle. Il dit que c'est going to be because it's been less than a week. Excuse me. It's been it's been authorized in in France for gay marriage. It's been less than a week. It's been authorized, so he's gonna he's going to make a short movie about three minutes uh, about gay marriage, but it's going to be a, a, a comedy because he's 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 imagining gay gay couples get married in a in a church that is like it's impossible in in France. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that sounds so that sounds like an interesting up and coming project. Yeah, very. <laughs> yeah, uh, we will definitely look forward to uh, to having that and uh, also being able to see it. 
And also, we wanted to take the time to thank you also, by the way, for coming in and interviewing with us, both you and Marie, to come in and interpret for us. Well, you're welcome. Uh, I'm liking it. I think I'm going to, I hope to be a host for for a radio show. Attends, qu'est-ce qu'elle a dit J'ai pas compris. Faut me le dire en français. Faut me le dire en français parce que je comprends pas quand vous parlez, moi. Elle te remercie de 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 venir à l'émission et l'entrevue. Elle 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 a très hâte de de voir ce voir ce projet de voir le tu vois le le concrétiser et elle a hâte de le voir dans son prochain film. Yeah. Uh, I have a project of adaptation uh, of uh, uh, in in Western Front. Uh, ah, no scene quite in Western Front from Eric Maria Remarque. Uh, an adaptation, an adaptation. Yeah. Et puis uh, I have another project about a studio of cinema in the sixties. Uh, it's a story about uh, uh, about professional about uh, a, um, a cinema company uh, and it uh, it's, it will be made with the movies and uh, it deals about uh, the event the historical events uh, of the 60s uh, and the 70s very cool so it sounds like you're really exciting for these up and coming projects Randy, yeah Yeah. Currently, currently, I am very uh, creative. Uh, I have many ideas, and uh, I, uh, I uh, I'm using all my experience to make a very uh, visual uh, movies. That is awesome. Et puis, bah, merci de m'avoir invité dans cette émission. Euh, voilà, à très bientôt. Et, et puis, bah, merci, merci, d'avoir, euh, merci de vous être intéressé à mon film. Tu, tu peux lui dire. Tu peux lui dire. Okay. Oh, oui. He says thank you for having him on the on the show, and he's uh, he's very happy. Uh, he's very happy to be on the show. Oh, and we definitely uh, would love to have him again when his next film comes up for review as well. Elle dit que elle était très contente de t'avoir à l'émission et elle elle espère de de faire un autre entrevue avec toi quand ton film va sortir et faire une critique sur ton prochain film. Avec plaisir, avec plaisir. Bah on. On se, on, on se reverra sur Skype un de ces jours. Chris Ramsey, any, any uh, final questions or words? Uh, no, I just want to uh, echo your comments and thank him for uh, coming in and sharing with us about the movie process in um, in France. And hopefully, you know, I would love for him to come back. And we, would, I would love to do some work with him on a project in the, in the future also. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, each, each, each year, the rainforest is responsible for over 3,000 deaths from attacks or illnesses. There are over 7,000 things in the rainforest that cause cancer. Join the fight now. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand when you when you talk. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Afro underscore penguin. Marie, tu peux me traduire déjà ce qu'a dit Ramsey? J'ai pas compris, moi non plus. T'as pas compris? Non. Bon, et qu'est-ce qu'a dit Chris? Euh, je, je, je peux pas te le dire, je sais pas moi-même. <rire> Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, and thank you all for uh, listening, and join us again next week at Movie Time. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night.